Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The Pod Network Entertainment. What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed. Let me talk to you. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte. Adam! Hey, everyone. This is Jeff Cobb. I have to finish the story. We are pretty deadly. Yes, boy. Yes, boy. Run! Bang! The sniper is shooting you down. This is TMDK's Robbie Eagles. Hey, hey, this is the Cosmic Cactus, Paul London. Hello, my name is Zina Dragunov. The star, the NXT champion, and you're listening to. And you're listening to. And you're listening. And you are listening. And you're listening to the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. The Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. The Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. The Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. To the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Yeah. You're listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Stan C. and Romoran checking in. Happy Halloween, everybody. It is the week, that long weekend slash long week. Nah, uh, you can basically take the week off and it'll be fine. But if you own a small business or a large business, uh, sorry na lang. Everybody else would like to celebrate their holidays with uh, their loved ones, both living and deceased. So, Baka naman gusto na naman pahinga din. It's just a few days. Uh, the whole week isn't, ano naman, the whole week isn't uh, a holiday, diba? May, may, may couple of days on this week na may pasok. Technically, October 31 and November 3 may pasok. Pero kung nag-leave yung yeah. mga... Eh, sorry na lang. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, uh, we have a lot to talk about for our Halloween episode of the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. But let's get into some housekeeping and let's start off with the Patreon program, which is alive and well. In fact, our patrons have been getting some treats in the form of the watch parties we've been holding, especially as we close out 2023. Yes, sir. Uh, okay, so we... Uh, when we did the last quiz night, syempre... Uh, uh, our friends over at Hobby Stadium already locked us down, a uh, low key, for a Survivor Series watch party. And with the way things are going, kahit mapa war games monyan or mapa traditional Survivor Series featuring uh, the Coalition versus the the Bloodline, and you know Judgment Day, uh, we're all in. We're all in for it. We're all here. Uh, Survivor Series happening uh, over at uh, Hobby Stadium over in New Manila, Quezon City. All you got to do is uh, come come by, just have fun with us, and we'll uh, we'll have fun on a Sunday morning. That's going to be... Uh, do you have the date already for the show? Uh, yeah, for Survivor Series, it is November 25 in the US, so November 26, Tito Satin. Yon, November 26, uh, that's a Sunday morning, usually uh, 8 o'clock a.m. start time. We'll like, all have... Sorry? 
It's 9 a.m. Kasi tapos na yung DST. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. Sorry. Mga pala. 9 a.m. So, oh, you have a little uh, a little more grace to get up a little later in the morning. Uh, so, that's good for all of us. So, we'll all have fun. We'll vibe together. Uh, we'll have uh, a fine time watching our favorites go at it. And uh, wala pang na-announce the match. Pero, syempre, alam natin kasi papunta siya. So uh, it's going to be a hobby stadium. Stay tuned for pricing details. But like last time, uh, you can just come by and uh, walk in and buy tickets at the door. It will get you. Uh, we'll, we'll work out the the freebies, the uh, the free drinks that you'll get from our friends over at Hobby Stadium. But siempre, uh, let's patronize them as well. Let's, uh, let's have fun and indulge in their food and drink. Because, you know, it's some of the best Um that we have when it comes to cafes and uh, hobby places, right? And Shempre, uh, other than the watch parties, Shempre, we have our Patreon program. Uh, the chief benefit there is you, Shempre, other than supporting the podcast and what we do here, you get to join a server of like-minded individuals. Um, we talk about a whole bunch of stuff from sports to wrestling itself to other general interests, music, movies, video games, uh, fashion, sneakers, a whole bunch of stuff. Um, all have fun. Um, Chempre, uh, you also get preferential rates when you opt to join our Pasabais from online stores, WWE Shop, Shop AW, Pro Wrestling Tees, Roots of Fight, a whole bunch of other places you can get wrestling merch from. Kahit saan, kung tatanggapin ng credit card namin, bibilhin namin yun for you. So, uh, as you can see from our social media, a whole bunch of customers and patrons and friends alike have been enjoying their legitimate merch and otherwise uh, from abroad. Siyempre, legit yung ginagawa namin for them. So, if you have been eyeing some merch of your favorite wrestlers, of your favorite companies, and you know whether shirts payan or tank top, sando, uh, jogging pants, mask. Sorry, what? These or shorts or polos yeah. type of apparel. Yeah, so we buy all of that, uh, and you know it's a uh, proven guarantee that uh, people are satisfied with them. So, Shepre, uh, I mean, you can still opt in or pass a bias without being a patron, but it's mahal ng konte. We'll be honest with you. It's mahal ng konte yung yung pressure uh, yun, a whole bunch of benefits. Siyempre, uh, you can also choose to unsubscribe after a few uh, after a few months if the if your circumstances have changed. If you feel like you have supported us, if you've supported us enough, that's totally fine. Walang walang pilitan. Uh, di kami magtatampo. Uh, we just thank you for your support. Uh, it's you know your little way of showing that you like what we do here in the podcast. If you 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 know throw us a bone, a uh, cup of coffee our way. So yun. Uh, sign up again, patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast. You can open the banget for five dollars. That is around 275 thereabouts uh, in this current exchange rate. Yeah. Uh, one last thing on the Pasabais Black Friday is coming up in a little less than a month. So we're actually gearing up uh, for that Pasabai run because uh, prices are surely dropping across the major stores in the US. And uh, we're pretty sure that Maramiring will take advantage no, to get their uh, wrestling merch uh, fix. So please uh, watch out for it on our Facebook page. That's facebook.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast. Slide us a DM. And let's get to work on getting you that piece of wrestling merch you've been eyeing or that you've added to your wish list. All right. Um, because it is Halloween, it is only appropriate that we talk about one of the embodiments of the horror genre in our industry. And that is the late, great Bray Wyatt. Now, uh, when he passed away, uh, August 25, our yeah. time? 
Yeah, yeah, a couple of months ago. When he passed away, uh, we were all so shocked and we barely got to process it. I actually wasn't on that episode, but uh, Sina Rose and Emil, uh, they got to talk about his passing uh, for about 10, 15 minutes. And I think after uh, the last couple of months have passed, conversations about Bray Wyatt. Maybe uh, we figured it was time to uh, talk about Bray Wyatt um, in, in a loving uh, loving way for, for his tribute, right? Uh, we never really got to do like a proper tribute episode and we figured that uh, this is the time to actually do that, uh, to honor Bray Wyatt and everything he brought creatively to this business. Um, I was listening to you interview Nikarian Cross by Chris Van Vliet. And Cross was talking about all of the plans that he and Bray were putting together. And apparently they were supposed to work together in WrestleMania 39 and how, uh, you know, he uh, was, was really all in on uh, trying to incorporate the two gimmicks. Because si Karrion Cross is intimidating and menacing. Din, and then you add the supernatural and horror aspect of Bray Wyatt's character, then uh, it, it would have really made for a very different addition to the WrestleMania 39 card. And uh, to hear Bray Wyatt's colleagues talk about everything he brought to the business, both as a human being and as a creative, it leaves me wondering, um, you know, about just what we're really missing out on now that Bray Wyatt will never get to perform for us again. I'll be honest. Mention off on Karrion Cross here. Um, I it's it's easy to. It's easy to make up these things because when you uh, when when the opportunity is passed, right? so uh, for all we know, because he might have just been you know ta- telling the story for clout. Uh, there were a whole, there were a whole bunch of different rumors around WrestleMania surrounding Bray Wyatt's plans. About we knew at first uh, Bobby Lashley was was slate, kind of slated, and then they were already doing a thing. They were in the middle of starting the thing. Tapos na So I I don't quite know how true those stories of uh, carrying crosses are. So I I don't wanna I don't wanna jump on them. I don't wanna validate them. Uh, you know, it can very well be just him uh, drumming up some buzz for himself because he hasn't been featured as much lately. But yeah, um, we we talked about this. Uh, the day he died, actually, the day he passed away, we recorded an emergency episode and we basically paid tribute. But uh, you, know, you didn't get the chance to pay tribute with us. And uh, again, I wanted to re- reiterate for those uh, who haven't listened to the special Bray ep- emergency episode, um, it really was one of a kind. Uh, and it really is unfortunate because um yung things that he had so much to give and i think he was a wellspring of creativity of uh imagination that i knew that even though the current stuff that he was putting out wasn't quite hitting especially for me uh i knew that may chance uh he's that good he's that uh he's that ingenious and i know that given enough opportunities uh i think he would have rebounded to something that uh, I and a whole lot of other people would have enjoyed as well. Um, there's something that I uh, wanted to really highlight about Bray Wyatt's run, and that was uh, when he introduced the Firefly Funhouse. Because uh, right around that time, I was also kind of dressing like Mr. Rogers, whether I realize it or not. 
Uh, I just like the look ni Mr. Rogers. And then Bray Wyatt started doing it and people were saying, oh, he's uh, taking Mr. Rogers and really twisting him into something demented. And sobrang na-appreciate ko yun because to take a very beloved uh, children's property and then to just make it all sick and twisted and demented for uh, the horror genre in wrestling, diba? It was so out of the box. And I appreciated how he really took that uh, idea and ran all the way with it because even though it seemed so innocuous and innocent nung simula, uh, you could see the bits and pieces that would leave you unsettled after watching those initial Firefly Funhouse vignettes. So the fact that he was able to pull that off and kunwari, someone like me who doesn't like horror uh, convinced me to buy a Firefly Funhouse t-shirt because I was such a fan of that gimmick. Uh, really is a testament to the brilliance of Bray Wyatt's creativity. So uh, whether it was everything he was doing at the start of the Wyatt family, but when he was taking inspiration from Waylon Mercy and from uh, see, see movie character, uh, Max. Wait, Robert De Niro from yeah. Cape Fear. There, there, there. The Cape Fear character, right? Uh, those those two were the uh, reported inspirations for the initial Bray Wyatt character to uh, what he became when he was with Matt Hardy to the Firefly Funhouse, the Fiend, and then the Uncle Howdy stuff. Uh, you, you know, you took the words right out of my, my mouth, Ro, wellspring of creativity. And uh, th- there is such a huge void in wrestling now that Bray Wyatt is no longer with us. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Again, I'm also not the biggest um fan of horror and we'll talk about this a little more later when, when we kind of philosophize about the place of horror in pro wrestling but um you really tend to you really do have to appreciate and uh protect email creative minds like that in in a really tumultuous industry in showbiz like pro wrestling um it's easy because to get caught up in you know, unimaginative, uninspired stories in wrestling. Uh, you can only run like uh, a soap opera feud or rivalry so many times. So um, whenever somebody comes along, ibang uh, idea when he thinks out of the box, you really do have to show them the proper, uh, the proper care, the proper nurturing. Because hey, they don't always come along, and. Uh, now that Bray's gone, I honestly do not know where we're gonna get that next. Uh, there's Matt Hardy, but uh, Matt Hardy isn't hasn't really done that in a while. Um, I nothing, no one comes to mind really for now as to who could be the next Bray Wyatt. Not necessarily as a horror character, but someone who is just that creative and that imaginative. Yeah. Um, let's get into some uh, scariest Bray Wyatt memories, or the, or the scariest Bray Wyatt character, even. Because it's Halloween, but it's spooky season. So, this is one of the ways that we are paying tribute to the Eater of Worlds. So, um, if, you were, if you were listening to last week's episode when we highlighted Bray Wyatt in the five scary and creepy things in pro wrestling, uh, I already mentioned yung para sa akin, yung pinaka scary visual ni Bray Wyatt, which was him as the fiend walking out with the lantern that looked like his severed head. So that image about with his mask and then the music pa of Code Orange, about hurt, heal, uh, all of that coming together was just a package that would uh, leave you up at night. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, we talked about this as well before. 
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And on previous episode, the previous Halloween episode, but um, the Fiend stuff was really scary. Um, the design of Fiend, the, the demonic design of his, uh, of his look was genuinely horrifying, was really scary. And um, the the way he brought that on Alexa Bliss and then gave her her own demonic figure in Lily was also really terrifying. Um, the Lily doll itself is super freaky. Uh, I think it's not uh, mentioned enough how actually scary that thing is to the point that the gamut didn't for a jump scare, as I mentioned in the last episode. So uh, other than that, though, I... When when the Firefly Funhouse debuted, I thought that that was genuinely creepy uh, without the Fiend's interference. Uh, I didn't actually think that the the Mr. Rogers character needed the Fiend, although it was a nice dichotomy na uh, may, you know, other side pala siya. But, you know, uh, dressing up as a seemingly sinister uh, children's show host with a bunch of puppets that are also pretty fucking scary, especially you see in a see Mercy the Buzzard, right? And Sister Abigail the Witch. Yeah. Uh it's really one of those things that only a fucked up creative mind like Bray Wyatt can come up with. And I thought like that was the very peak. I, I enjoyed the no. I enjoyed the the weird whale on mercy character, even though uh you can easily get lost because he speaks in a lot of riddles. But um I think the whole perversion of the children's show host, uh, the children's show genre was really, really nice. And uh, I think it was one of the most um, creative things that I've seen, not just in horror, but in all of pro wrestling. You know, I just realized that uh, this is meant to be a Halloween episode, right? Uh-huh. We're paying tribute to Bray Wyatt, pero very much in theme din siya sa ginagawa natin pag-undas, diba? which is to commemorate those uh, who are no longer... Yeah. Uh, and and uh, with Bray Wyatt having passed away a couple of months ago, um, I, I I just realized mid recording na ano rin, uh, medyo double uh, too, very layered itong ginagawa natin uh, for Bray Wyatt. Um, yeah. Zoom, let's get let's get meta here. Did the horror gimmick work for you with Bray Wyatt? Uh, because for me, when uh, Bray Wyatt started doing his thing, uh, what captivated me was the fact that no one else was doing it and. I am of the belief in business that if no one else is doing it, it doesn't mean that no one, no one else should keep doing it. It opens up an opportunity for someone to come in and do something different. And that's exactly what Bray Wyatt did. 
the thing about the first Bray Wyatt incarnation for me was that it wasn't full on horror. It was still, you know, thriller. Uh, uh, so, you know, that's that's not really, you know, horrific. It's not really over the top supernatural horror. It was just really grounded in reality. And to me, I think there was a place for that in, in wrestling. Because, you know, there have been cult leaders. There have been Ravens. There have been CM Punks. Uh, there have been similar other characters that um, haven't really gone over the top. So as long as he was firmly in that, uh, in, in those roots, uh, I thought that he was fine. It was really when uh, the second run, yung, uh, the Fiend character started... Um, it, it started doing the more supernatural things, the more demonic things. That's that things were kind of starting to get a little uh unravely, diba? Parang, um, okay, this has to exist in its own dimension, in its own universe. Cause it's not quite like anything else that's happening over in the rest of the of the company, of the show, diba? Uh cause when you're just Bray Wyatt, the leader of the Wyatt family, um, you're still leading a bunch of men, and then you your your main goal is to fuck with everyone's heads, and you still have a, a pretty human uh motivation to do things. But if you're a demon now, then that's I think that's a whole different story. That's a whole different kind of story that you're telling. And um, while it was entertaining, I felt like uh, it was above your manga quote-unquote trivial pursuits that uh, that athletes and sports entertainers were getting up to. Like, uh, I don't think The Fiend needed to win the Universal Championship. <laughs> uh, what, what, what good does A Fiend, what use does A Fiend have for uh, a human championship belt? I think the bigger problem with having The Fiend win the Universal Championship, that we're getting specific here, is how do you get it off of the fiend? Yeah, saw that the, was the corner that WWE was placed in uh, in 2019 or 2020 when they had Goldberg uh, basically spear the fiend into oblivion and take the Universal Championship. So uh, I I still can't tell you um, if a horror character should even be made world champion because to WWE and the Undertaker's credit, I guess it worked. Um, in the 90s when The Undertaker was WWE champion. And by the time that The Undertaker had his last run as world champion when he was facing Edge or, or Batista right? in 2007, 2008, it was a combo na siya, yung, yung gimmick ni Undertaker. It was like bits and pieces of the Mortician, the zombie, the American badass. So it's not the same as like The Fiend, which was just a totally different beast na 100% demonio. Speaking of the whole issue about how to get the championship off the fiend, uh, there was a, a huge problem about how to go about um, having the fiend lose. To the you know, pinaka infamous and notorious example of this was Hell in a Cell 2019, the fiend versus Seth Rollins for the for the Universal Championship. Uh, they couldn't really beat. Uh, the fiend via a normal pinfall or submission. So, uh, what they had there was uh, uh, a, a weird disqualification kind of finish in a hell in a cell, which makes zero sense. Which was why uh, people hated it so much. Diba? That um, some people, those that we know, some of them we know, diba? they stopped watching wrestling altogether because of how fed up they were uh, of that uh, narrative decision. Because, hey, yeah, it's it it presented a problem unto itself, taraga. 
that nobody could figure out uh, how to fix. And that's why I also say that um, when you mix the humans with the horrors, uh, you're really going to have a problem unless you find a way to, you know, creatively write yourself out of it. That I got. Yeah. That was what I think that's the biggest reason why uh, I feel like these things have no place or have a really distant place to in the rest of in, in the sphere of pro wrestling as a whole. Because it's still a sport, right? uh, it still puts the sports, the sport in sports entertainment. So, um, if you cross over too much in the entertainment side, you're gonna run into some problems that um, are bound to piss people off one way or another. So, for you, uh, a horror character like the Fiend or maybe an Abaddon should never be a champion. I, unless you can establish like uh, a really good motivation, which is actually not hard. Uh, ang problema lang is hindi nila ginawa. Like, uh, nobody said, uh, you know, uh, Bray himself wasn't apparently asked to write like a, a motivation for the Fiend going after the 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 Universal Championship. Diba? Like, um, you can easily say, naman na, you know, I want to be, I want to rule the WWE or something like that. I, I want to bring it to its knees and create. And so havoc and create chaos, but I don't think they ever went around to doing that. They just really went about uh, having the fiend be some sort of strange demon character. If anything, yung character ni Bray Wyatt as the fiend, meron din siyang long-lasting legacy in the sense that there are two big stars in the WWE who uh, whose character trajectories were forever altered because of their interactions with him in Seth freaking Rollins and uh, Finn Balor. Mm-hmm. Natin, uh both. In kayfabe, and I guess from an from a character analysis standpoint, that by crossing paths with the fiend, they were corrupted. Or yung dark side nila it talagang na siphon out nitong si Bray Wyatt. So uh, that led to uh, Seth Rollins becoming the Monday Night Messiah. Di ba yung nagiyandrin siya very deluluna character. Mm-hmm. Uh, got Finn Balor briefly turning heel in NXT before he became just too cool to be a heel. But then now as uh, um, the veteran of the Judgment Day, uh, you you see that influence, I guess, uh, paying off years down the road. So um, I'm taking some some good rent in spite of the not so good. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's fine. Um, but are those things that you mentioned because they are uh, characteristic changes, which is fine. Um, I, I I don't mind those because those are character pieces, they're dramatic pieces. Uh, they don't quite. Um, Get tangled up in the sports of sports entertainment. So okay, lang yun. It's just that when you uh, don't properly justify and write the things that need to be put, in, you know, na kailangan ni effort, diba? Uh, it all falls apart, and I think that's why um, some of some people, or you know, a, a good portion of the fan base, aren't really into uh, the horror stuff, like you know, maybe a Jim Cornette or whatever. So um, I think. Maybe had the fiend really um, flourished under the Triple H regime or something like that, I think it, it would have been a lot better. But we didn't get the full breadth of it, right? Because uh, Bray unfortunately passed. Yeah. I will say that I do believe in my heart of hearts that horror has a place in wrestling. Sure, it, yeah. Hmm. Uh, it does. Oh, uh, in 2004, 2005, I got a kick out of seeing The Undertaker play mind games with people. Mm. I when uh, someone like a JBL would piss off the Undertaker, like you know, shit really got serious because na involved na si Undertaker. So um, I, I really appreciated that, and 
I I don't know who Bray Wyatt's heir apparent will be, but I uh, I I know that that person exists. I know that somewhere down the road, uh, there will be a young wrestler or a young wrestling fan who will grow up and enter the industry and pick up from where Bray left off. Yeah, Chepere, uh, I mean, inspiring for sure. Like we all, all of us, even you and me. As part of the wrestling industry, we will have inspired someone to take up the cowl, if you will, to uh, to say it to say in it. Um, I don't know who that is. I don't know if they're already in the business. Um, I don't even know if it's Vincent and Dutch, <laughs> but um, Brody and Bray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, and I don't know if they're an active wrestler now. Is what I'm saying. Uh, um, but I know they exist. Uh, these things always come around. They they are cyclical in our business, in our industry. And um, it's only a matter of time, you know. Uh, I hope uh, bil- billions of people in the world and for sure there's going to be a new genius, creative genius to take up the mantle of Wyndham Rotunda. Yeah. Um, on that note, uh, that brings us to the end of our proper tribute for the late great Wyndham Rotunda, Bray Wyatt, um, you know we we forever will miss Bray Wyatt. palang di ba? Only two months since he left us. Uh, ramdam na natin how big of a void he has left, both in the industry and in the world at large. So, uh, you know, wherever he is, we hope he is at peace, and uh, we also hope na somehow, some uh, somewhere. Yung love ng wrestling community for everything that Bray Wyatt did, it will uh, parlay itself into maybe the spiritual successor of the Bray Wyatt character, whichever incarnation they so choose to mold it under. But for now, uh, we leave you with um, we leave you with just uh, wishing everybody a happy Halloween. Uh, if you um, want to spend the this week with your deceased loved ones uh, by paying tribute to them, uh, going to yung mga puntod nila, di ba? Um, we hope that you're safe. Uh, we hope that you spend this time then with your family. If you needed this time to just take a break from everything going on, we hope that our podcast could have played a small part in letting you just recharge and uh, detach from the hustle and bustle of your daily grind. Um, if there's anything else that you want to talk to us about, even... Um, uh, whether it's like Halloween related or Bray Wyatt related, you know where to find us. Our usual social media pages are at Wrestling2XPod on Twitter and TikTok. Facebook, Instagram, and Spotify, it is at Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. No live stream for this week because our friends over at the Pod Network are also going to be taking some time to uh, you know spend it with their families and their uh, departed loved ones. Uh, but we will catch you on Spotify as always when we drop our episode just to you know process everything that happened this week and we'll catch you on the next live stream that will be on November 9 Thursday at 7pm on our Facebook page and YouTube channel and it will also be on the audio only version on Spotify until then uh, follow us on social media at Row is War at Chino Supersized at EML underscore Meister at Monday Night Rowan and at underscore Stan C on behalf of Ro Moran my name is Stan C saying thank you very much this is another episode of the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast in the books stay safe Stay healthy and don't be a dick. Wrestling Wrestling Podcast, out. Bye-bye. Peace. The opinions of podcast creators, hosts, and guests are not necessarily reflective of the official stance of the Pod Network Entertainment, its hosts, or other network programs. The content created by the people behind the podcast is personal and not meant to harm any religion, ethnicity, 
group, organization, company, or individual. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.